Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 155. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Yes, hello, hello. So, real quick, uh, obviously we had some horrible news unfold over the weekend. That's why you're also hearing this pod a day early. Head to our uh, sports podcast after this to listen to our uh, thank you to uh, the late, great Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and uh, also for some of you listening to entertainment, you know, sports might not be your niche, so you might not like to listen to it, but uh, that first 30 minutes or so is just you know, our memories and stuff of Kobe, because all three of us in here grew up around the same time and all grew up with Kobe being the biggest basketball player in the Southern California and pretty much the entire league. And uh, so even if you don't, and it's been shown that he's hit tons of people, there's been people posting that weren't even big basketball fans, but they were Kobe fans because of the person he was. So if you are interested in uh, what we had to say about him and us share some memories, you know, it's... uh, Go check it out, the sports. And then if you want to keep listening here to the Super Bowl, go for it after that. But uh, Exactly. Oh, yeah, you know. I have also a, a different thing, a different note to uh, talk about here. Uh, it, you might have noticed we posted an old episode. Mm. Um, yes. If you're like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, we have a, we have a few episodes that uh, we did not have on our uh, host, SoundCloud, so you couldn't, can't listen to it as a podcast. Pulled and, uh, it out of the Tony's Take Disney vault. Yeah, I've been working on trying to get those uh, They up sound terrible. I think the the one the first one I put up there, we recorded off of a cell phone on a table. Yeah. Um, I, at some point, <laughs> we switched to some microphones, and then over time, we've upgraded. Um, yeah, it's it doesn't sound good, but you can make out what we're saying. Yeah, and it's uh, nice, because we, sometimes we refer to uh, old uh, anchor on here of... Uh, Carter and uh, he's in episode two, so he actually leads the thing off. Yeah, from a distance because you're listening to a phone at a table that we're circled around. But uh, I mean, I, I might be maybe no one else cares, but I think it's fascinating hearing old discussions about stuff and like uh, we were talking about the Alien movie that was about to come out. Yeah, um, Danny McBride was in it. We we're talking about how oh, Danny McBride in a horror movie, mm-hmm. and I'd mentioned like you know he he just signed on to make this Halloween. And it's like, well, obviously that's been out for a while, and you know we all enjoyed it. And the sequel's in production already. A like, blast from the past. Yeah. It's a, I, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, and so. I think uh, you're gonna be releasing episode three here soon too, aren't you? Yeah, we'll see how I how I get to it, but um, yeah, maybe next week. Uh, but yeah, if you see that, that's what's going on there. Um, at some point, then they'll all we'll have a complete collection. Although episode one, that's lost forever, I believe. That is a lost tape that was never uploaded. Yeah. So it was so episode two sounds bad. Imagine what episode one sounded like. Okay, well, uh, let's go on with the show. Uh, but before we do, last bit of news just make sure you hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. Uh, keeps us rolling and uh, trucking. But okay, let's kick things off with uh, Disneyland updates. So I believe last week I just talked about how I tried to go on the new ride, the Rise of the Resistance, and basically forget it. Uh, I also had some ordeals taking the tram, and I said, never again. So I tried again this Sunday, and if you follow us on Tony's.take, you can you probably saw a little bit of story-wise uh, updates of the day, and uh, even on Twitter, we were getting pretty active. So got there about 7.30. They, the park opens at 8, and uh, the way it works, uh, I'll just let you know again, you have to be scanned in, meaning the park has to be open, and you have to be inside, obviously. So before you can get your spot in the virtual queue. So you can't do it from outside of the park, and you can't do it until you're actually scanned in. So even if you're like in, like basically on the, at the edge of the park, you can't do it. So in, in massive lines, insane, the, the turnout for this thing still. We were in a long line, basically to California Adventure entrance, waiting at about 7.30. Yeah. No kidding, Literally eight o'clock on the nose, we're getting scanned in. So I'm I'm closing my app, opening it right on a, at eight, right after I've checked in, because that's how they say to kind of avoid being like jammed up. And I uh, was able to secure boarding group seventy three. Now it sounds pretty high up there, and it is, but they typically say boarding groups eighty two and below are gonna are gonna get on this ride. 
Now, actually, I recorded this at 7.30 at night, and I took a look right before this. Today, a day later, uh, we're boarding uh, through 102 group. So it was, all right, pretty good. Well, all right, we're we're still in the park. We're having fun. We got the max pass thing where you just make fast pass selections from your phone so you don't have to go to the lines or anything. So we're enjoying uh, the rides and taking our time, having fun and all that stuff, and the queue was actually moving pretty quickly. By I think like two o'clock or not two o'clock, like noon, it was probably about through forty, and uh, it's getting close, you know. Continually monitoring it, and it appeared around two o'clock that it just halted at about sixty. Went up to sixty-one, sixty-two, one at a time. Now, mind you, all morning it was jumping like fifty to fifty-five, boarding through there. And then it started going one at a time. And all the way to 67 is where it stopped. And it stayed there for about four hours. And uh, our whole intention was like, oh, we'll leave at five. Like, you know, going by this, we should be on it pretty quickly. And at that point, we're pot committed. We went into uh, the cantina there at Star Wars Land and had a beer. And uh, we're getting very close. You know, we walked by. Like, what's it looking like? Oh, we're expecting to open it up soon. It had a... a a crash, not like the ride crash, but like the software yeah. crash. Uh, and the reboot typically takes an hour, but people on Twitter were saying like their number got called. They were like 60 or something and they'd waited four hours gone on three times through part one and just continually breaking down right <laughs> at that one spot. Um, it's like, damn it. Okay. And so we go on the little foul, the millennium Falcon ride and we're like, okay, if we're going to walk by after this, if it's not ready, we're just leaving. Who cares? We have passes. We can come back in four months and ride it. Um, we go over there, and I'm pulling up my phone just because it shows you where it is in the queue, and it literally was moving. It was up to 70. It's like, oh, shit. Um, go over there. It's like, hey, you know, what's it looking like? He's like, could be 15 minutes, could be 30 minutes, but it's working. It's like, oh, go to the bathroom. Literally, once I'm out of the bathroom, our number's up, 73. It's like, mother truck. And uh, we'll go through the line. It's... A line on par with the length of um, Indiana Jones. Yeah. So it's a long, you know, long walk pretty heavy-duty yeah. line. It's rad. It's it's ready to accommodate a crowd. Um, very cool inside. There's crates with guns and uniforms. Because remember, you're going into the Resistance base. I've seen the movies. It's not very big, though. Resistance oh. is pathetic. Shut your mouth, Andy. Um <laughs> And from there, you know, we got to we got to board. There's a really cool hologram of uh, Kylo Ren, the girl, Link. Uh, nope. What's her name? <laughs> Link. Oh, <laughs> Legend of Zelda. What's her name? Oh shit. Ray. Ray. <laughs> Link. Link. Mario. Was hey, there. it's tired. I'm I'm tired. It's late. <laughs> I think one of them was Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, she. Uh, it was really cool. Uh, and then you board onto this little shipping vessel deal. It was kind of like being at the airport. And then you leave. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, you're flying away, but obviously you're not moving very much. You gotta uh, go to the, the kiosk and get print your board pass. And I don't want to give away too much in case you know people are still trying to get on the ride. And uh, it opens up to this huge area, and we actually did po- post a boomerang of this on the uh, Tony's Take Instagram, Tony's dot Take, and uh, it was awesome. Everyone, you know, you're supposed to be like sad because you're getting bored you're like a t- you're getting like commandeered type of thing but everyone's when you're walking out filming and just ooh ah um and then they're like okay right this way and we walk right past a line of people on the other side and we're like what the hell like how, why are we going past them they've probably been waiting longer than us it's like well, give us a shit this is awesome and they march us down this line right outside we go past the employee break room the ride, the ride broke down, uh, and at the so at the very end of this little journey we're on on this first part, you, like the audio and the animatronics all shut off, and everyone's no, but it's still open to the people on the new like next section. I was like, oh, whatever, is a little piece. Who cares? We're still moving on. No, the ride broke down, so uh, they were gonna scan our tickets for a fast pass to go right back on. You know, once it comes back online. And I asked the lady, I was like, well, what, how long is it looking? She's like, typical reboots, 45 to an hour. And mind you, they say they close this portion of the park, like that ride at 9 o'clock. And at this point, it is 8, uh, 7.30, I think. It's like 7.45. I was like, 
mm, you know what? We've been in this park for 12 hours. We went and got a bite to eat and just thought about it. 20 minutes had gone by. Nothing happened. We got the hell out of there. By the time we got home and I got into bed, it was, I don't know, 840. And then it had gone and it was like boarding group 79 or something. So it had, it had been successful, but that was too long of a day. I already didn't want to be there that long, but we just felt pot committed. But I will say this, just that first part, awesome. I am very excited to go on that I, ride. Uh, just saw a buddy of mine's Instagram and uh, he even said something like, if you think like basically getting to the park at 7 a.m. and having to wait till one or two is worth it, it absolutely is. So it is sounding like people that are big fans of it are enjoying it a lot. He basically said this is worth the... Yeah, it's... Yeah, that was actually one of the photos. It's massive. So I'm showing them the little video of... Uh, you're basically on board the spaceship. So the whole ride is just you walk through it? No, no that's just like the... So the first part is being on like the transportation aircraft, uh, and then you get attacked, commandeered by uh, the so bad guys. Those stormtroopers, those are... Uh, Okay, they're fake. Said, they're, so they're not real people under that. No, but they do move. Because I, I do Could remember, be a Westworld situation. Could be, yeah. Because I do remember when they were saying uh, <laughs> that they were hiring like a bunch of people, well, I think, to play stormtroopers. I, I mean, they were walking around all of Star Wars land That's in true, there. I guess, yeah. Uh, it's like a not scary farm. You get no, the monsters they're hiring there. you to be a stormtrooper like in the future military. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Maybe I mean, we, Disneyland's we, probably got some yeah. weird so shit going on. So they have, uh, you know, v, uh, spaceships, you know, kind of just parked, scattered around the thing. Um, and it was funny, Chewie starts walking down the path where all the people are. And, you know, he's tall and he's a furry person. And he goes on to the, like, where the aircraft is. And he's trying to, like, fix it because, you know, they're, they're saying they're not working. He just starts, like, banging on it. And then Ray, look at me knowing the name, yeah. comes by because she was there, too. And she's like, Chewie, do you need help? She's out of snow. Oh. Um, it was pretty cool. But, yeah, it was very upsetting that we didn't quite get on. Uh, the whole thing. But like I said, what we did see was really rad. It just was too taxing. My knees are hurting. Uh, we clocked in. We logged about 22,000 steps, something like that, and 11.4 miles. Woof. Um, yeah. So that was my uh, Disneyland experience on Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, it seems like they... Uh didn't do a great job with this opening, which seems like the other well, the other opening went way better. Where they gave no. you like so? Are you talking about World Walt Disney World? No, no, I'm talking about the uh, when they first opened Star Wars Land and they gave you like a slot to go to the oh, land. I know yeah. it's different because it was a land rather than going to a specific ride. Yeah, but it still seems that that seems hard to take. I like when when if you're just like a regular general admission person, you're are you fucked. ever going to get on? You're fucked. Um, yeah, they say this will go away once the demand dies down. And it's Disneyland. It's always crowded. I don't know if that'll ever happen. I, I have no idea. Uh, they're still doing these virtual well, but there's queues. there's people like you who, once they get on, don't need to go to yeah. try to get on. So. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say this really quick, and then I'm going to tell you a funny story. Uh, so I'm looking on Twitter trying to get updates, you know, because maybe there's people on, like, in line of the Broken Down Ride tweeting. No one really was. There was one lady... Uh, Bad Bitch Bowen, that was her uh, right. username. Shout out to her. She uh, was tweeting back to me. She was the one that was in line for like four t four hours, broken down three times on part one. Um, I assume she got on the whole thing, but uh, I don't know. But yeah, they're saying like most a lot of people were complaining about the Walt Disney World current day, like current time, yeah, because uh, they're still in the virtual. And that one over opened. There. That one opened December fifth, yeah. and they're still having the same issues. Mm. Uh, but what was funny, so we're on, in the line for the Millennium Falcon ride, and there was this little kid in front of us, and he he's got the lightsaber hanging from his backpack, and uh, he turns around when we were saying, like, oh, the ride's broken, this is annoying, like, they shouldn't be even just having people, you know, for the queue, they should tell us stuff, and he turns around, he's like, this ride's broken? He's like, no, we're talking about the Rise of the Resistance we're trying to get on, he's like, oh, yeah, I went on that opening day, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like, you son of a he's like 13 years old or something it's like this kid's badass um a kid you don't even know who jar jar binks is yeah call yourself a fan <laughs> goddamn but, kids these days mm -hmm. um yeah so i will get on that ride it's just not anytime soon i probably won't go to disneyland for like three weeks i'm uh -huh. pretty worn out that was a long time went on a lot of shit 
Yeah. But it's a that's a long day. I don't know how tourists do it. You know how they uh, updated Jungle Cruise to put the rock in it yet? <gasps> no, but... So I also posted that. I have, I've only been on the Jungle Cruise one other time in my life. Yeah. I don't know shit about that thing. We decided, oh, fuck it. We have time to kill. It's a 10-minute wait. Let's go on it. Yeah. And we're like halfway through the ride probably. And uh, you know how the, the person on there is like, you know, they're, it's their little like shot at stand-up comedy. Yeah. The guy's like, oh, uh, folks, our ride, our boat broke down. Uh, this will be a couple of minutes. Uh, he's like, Where are you from? I was like, oh, this is funny. Like, I don't remember this the last time, but it was been a couple of years. No shit, our, our boat actually broke down. Yeah. And they had to send a boat the other way and tow us. Oh, my God. <laughs> crazy. I didn't know there was like even real boats. So I think it's like Autopia where there's a little track underneath to keep you like, yeah. you know, in, in the confinements of the, the space. But yeah. <laughs> right, you got to like fuel up or anything? I have no idea. I mean, how does Autopia work? Do they, they have to take, I mean, it smells like gas over there yeah, all day long. I so I assume so. I'm going to call my congressman. That's not good for the environment. (laughs) But funny you said that. Yeah, it broke down on us. And then they gave us a fast pass to whatever ride we wanted. So that was cool. All right. It's worth Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. We uh, have a a lawsuit on our hands. Not against us good folks at Tony's Take, but uh, Jordan Belfort. Andy, tell us more. Yeah. So if you don't know the name Jordan Belfort, he is the uh, real life Wolf of Wall Street. Weasel of Wall Street. I think Wolf is usually oh. what he prefers. Um, but yeah, he was a you know investment broker from the '90s who uh, ended up going to jail for some uh, you know fraudulent activities. And they made a a wonderful movie directed by Martin Scorsese with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, it's one of our favorites, I'd say, as a team. Yeah, you know, we can all say it. Uh, great movie. What are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> um, so somewhat ironically, the movie was funded with. Stolen money. So this has been an ongoing thing because I remember this a couple years ago. Yes, it's like so. Is it like sultans or some shit? Involved? It was from some like East Asian country where the the guy who the production company, his father was like the prime minister of some smaller country, and then he was ousted for fraud, and so the money came from some bad sources. Um, and basically, what Jordan Belfort said is, "There's more to my story than the movie," and. You killed any chance of a sequel because you you own the rights to, you know, the rest of it, and your production company is not going to be able to make a movie ever again because of what's happened here. So at, at first I thought he was like, is he going to sue like Scorsese for making him look bad or something? Because like they made he was look- part of, he was part of the production of the movie. Like and it's like, but then I read the whole story like, oh no, he actually has kind of like a legitimate gripe and that like he said like the rest of my story is worthless now because you guys own it and you can't do anything with it, so he can't make money off of the sequel which there never was going to be and that's how he plans on getting out of his debt probably yeah i remember looking up his net worth one time and it was like negative 100 million dollars yeah he got into more trouble with uh the tax folk here when that movie came out because they're like oh shit if this is any true like there was other things he had his little hands in yeah but i think uh Nobody really feels bad for him because no no. he lived his (laughs) what he did he lived his glorified life for his like 10-year span or whatever it was when he was yeah. ruling the world. And also, you could just tell the kind of person he was because I'm sure that was kind of a quote like the beginning of the movie where he says, like, I was making, like, 900-something thousand a week, which really pissed me off because it wasn't a million a week. It's like, go oh, fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, don't, I mean, who? I mean, I guess the sequel would have been, like, Netflix or some bullshit where it was directed by Michael Bay or something. Yeah, but I mean... That, it wouldn't have been a Scorsese thing. Yeah. Because that... Um, I mean, I guess they did kind of show it where he did go to jail, and then that was the end where he was. Well, doing then he started speaking. doing like the sell me this pen uh, charade, like in New yeah. Zealand at a uh, you know a sales deal. Yeah, but that's where the, that would be where it takes off. It, it picks up I don't right know. there. I don't know the whole. He's going on tour this. with Tony Robbins. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I don't think they're going to get Leo to sign up for that one. No, um, regret- regrettably, but you couldn't get. Ben Affleck to do that. Yeah. But again, like, I don't think, I don't feel bad for him because I think that movie was like way too kind to him. Especially, it was kind of weird. Like, yeah, it kind of glorified. I, I think I, Scorsese took some heat from that as well. Like, hey, you could have done a better job of showing him that, like, oh, he, his actions were bad. But I think they tried to show it where it's like he had some remorse, I guess. He went to jail and showed that. But yeah, I don't, 
I don't think whatever what plans for after would have been interesting anyways, but that yeah. guy is one of the most like New York person like personalities I can like think of. Like, yeah. He just seems like I don't like that he lives I feel I think he lives in California. I don't like that. Yeah. You should have to be stuck over there. Kind of go back. Yeah. I don't know. Um well yeah. That's uh, too bad for him, I guess. All right, uh back to Star Wars, Andy. Something's on hold. Yeah, so uh Mandalorian came out somewhat recently and uh it's not the only Star Wars show planned for Disney Plus. Um, one of the ones that I think a lot of people are really excited about is Obi-Wan, which would take place after the prequel trilogy with Ewan McGregor. Um, that's great to have him. Mean, Ewan McGregor's still in movies. He's, you know, he had Dr. Sleep just a couple months ago. Yeah. He has Birds of Prey out next month. He's still a movie star in my eyes, and he's going to go do this show because he just loves the character it's so a passion much. project. Yeah, and, and so that was just like, wow, that's exciting that they're going to be able to do this. And some of the people I think that were involved... You know, it seemed encouraging. Well, they put the, the project on hold. Uh, the head of Star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy, I guess, did not like these scripts that have been written so far, and they want to go in a different direction, uh, which means, you know, the whole production is on hold. They, they can't, you can't just let, you know, all the people building sets, all that kind of stuff, you got to let them go. You can't, you can't keep them there be, if you're not ready. So uh, I don't know when that's going to get back on track. Again, Ewan McGregor is still a movie star and still wants to make other projects. Um, he's the one actually kind of reassuring people, like, no, this is still going to happen. It's not canceled. Um, but it could be it could be a while. And uh, that's not good for Disney Plus because there's just it's a wasteland right now. That was kind of one of the big things people are looking forward to. Uh, the Marvel stuff isn't due out till the fall, I believe. Mm, I so. love the fall. Yeah, yeah, just why? Were they, how were they so ill-prepared for this? Like, I think they thought, like, we'll just do another Goldblum season or something. And that'll hold people over. I don't know. Goldblum. That Goldblum show. But on Disney Plus? It's on Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, okay. He talks about like ones, what? Doesn't talk about like shoes or something. Yeah. Huh. It just, yeah, it's too bad. Well, I mean, they're doing better than Apple. And uh, we actually well, do have a bit of news about Apple we'll get yeah. into. Uh, not yet. And I'm also realizing we jumped the gun. We're not completely done with uh, news stories. All right. So is that all for the Obi Wan? Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll keep you guys updated on Disney Plus stuff, though, because I, I imagine they have a couple of things that they'll just push forward. But uh, we do have one more news story that's kind of worldwide at the moment. I'm talking, of course, about coronavirus. Now, at this point in time... Is that what Brian has? Yeah. All those... <laughs> it's a friend of so the pod. That has had, uh, there have been a few good memes, Andy, about it. Like, there's one of a guy in a Raider jersey saying, like, I won't get it because I only drink Modelo's. <laughs> And it's it's pretty. Funny. There's, there's a lot of applications. People driving a big lifted truck. The coronavirus. Pretty good. So no, if, I see what you're saying. Those of you listening out of state or the country, <laughs> Corona is a small. Which we city. do have a lot of fans. Yeah. There. Corona is a small city uh, just outside of where we're uh, broadcasting from, and uh, it's often referred to as like. Oh, a, oh, those are fire engines here. Don't don't worry, everyone. They're probably not picking up, but they that's a. Uh, a joke here where we make fun of them because they have you know off-road vehicles and such like that. Um, hence coronavirus, or you can make the corona beer joke as well. But a uh, couple of stats on them right now. So, hundred plus people are being evaluated for the uh, virus in the United States. Yeah, it, it's scary because it's fast moving. I mean, the whole thing that someone has it in Orange County came out like yesterday. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, gonna say I saw like. We can get there in a second, unless you're... Yeah, so a couple more things real quick. So 3,000 people have it. Most are living in China. 100-plus people have died from it. Yeah, that's where it's come from. So, And they say the, the people who have it or brought it to America came from uh, this place in China. And, I mean, it's not their fault. They didn't know because of the, the symptoms don't show up. Do we know how it started? So oh, we'll have to ask Matt Damon or something. I saw a bear eating. I saw a thing that said that where it started was from like, or they believe I don't know. If I'm, this is what I heard is that it was from like this place in China that from like a food mart they had, and at that food mart they would sell live koalas, wolf pups, and beavers. I, this <clears throat> sounds like 
I mean, I'm skeptical of that. It sounds terrible. But nah, like, I mean, we don't have get, any koalas to sell. Like, but you get into some of those parts in China, yeah. and I mean, they're they got some weird stuff. Yeah, my I guess, don't understand that. Of all those things, my guess would be I could see it coming from like beaver, like if they are swimming in dirty water or some shit. Yeah, eating some bad wood. Yeah, or some bad wood. <laughs> yeah. Or koalas up there in the trees eating some only bad one leaves. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just don't eat what you shouldn't eat. <laughs> Well, if you cook anything, it'll be fine. But don't. Well, eat I'm sure they're cooking shit. these things, but I mean, I don't think koalas and wolf pups and beavers are meant to be eaten, Andy. Let by me ask humans. you this: anything Andy. can be eaten. That's... No, you can't eat anything. Let me ask you this: you ever get any weird viruses or diseases or shit coming out of here, circa the last fifty years? Yeah, it's Africa Probably, or yeah. China or Asia. Yeah, we don't have anything because a we have plumbing. B we eat fucking craft mac and cheese. I mean, pork and... is dangerous, and we eat a lot of pork. Mad cow disease flying whoop. I don't care. I, I, I didn't know mad cow was for pork, but a swine flu then. I just well, I, I heard beef worms from pork and stuff. I don't know. You eat worms? I actually don't eat pork too often. I like a nice steak though. Yeah, some chicken every now and then. Well. Yeah, what I'm getting at is most of the shit comes from these places where they don't take care of themselves and they do weird things. Cool it. Go get a Terminex guy out there. Go. You know, raise animals I mean, that you eat normally, not... I feel like they've discussed all this before at the CDC. And these are not new ideas from you. Oh, I know. I've, I'm out of ideas at the Let's moment. Let's just send some Lysol over to China see what happens. <laughs> I want to hammer them a message home, Andy, okay? I don't know what else they do. Uh, like, they're trying to make zombies, I think. Could you... Uh, that could be the case, yeah. So, yes, there was a case that there is a woman that has it here in Orange County, and... Uh, it was saying that where she was, it's in Irvine too, I believe. Is and, and it's saying shit. like the Diamond Plaza on Jamboree. Which Keep is, going. Yes, and then there was two other two other places. So Diamond Plaza Jamboree, the Ninety Nine Ranch Market, and then South Coast Plaza. Where's the Diamond? Oh. What do you say? So it's on like Jamboree. I've been in that area before. There are a lot of Asian restaurants there and stuff, and uh, yeah, apparently. Apparently, ugh, I did for a while ago. I forgot that. It was Jamboree and something, obviously. So but, these places this lady's gone to? Yeah, I guess in the last couple of days or something. And then the Diamond Plaza and Jamboree, I guess, yesterday, like, apparently the shopping center was like dead yesterday. Because once people caught wind of that, like nobody went to that shopping center at all. And they're basically saying if you've been, if you've been there or like worked at any of those places in the last two days, like just go get checked out type thing or something. But... Yeah, I mean, that's what's scary is it's like, you know, if there All were right, people yeah, there. Yeah, I know it. I literally drove by it on Friday. And uh, cool. you could be infected. It says it if you've be. been to South Coast in the past two days, especially those friends who work at Hey Diallo Hot Spot Restaurant. Hot Pot Restaurant? I don't know. Hot Pot? It says like. <laughs> yeah, those are good. Hi Diallo. I don't know. I don't speak. Hot Pot? This. I don't know Hot Pot. But I mean, some of these also like overreact. They're like. If you've been there in the last two days, wear a mask, go to the airport, maybe just jump off a bridge. Yeah, so look at this photo I pulled up. This is over in China. Can you, yeah, I guess you're at the angle. Andy can see it. So it's three guys helping a guy. It looks like he's cuffed, but he's not. This is where he's standing. They literally are covered head to toe, masks, respirators. Their feet, their shoes even have little uh, slippers over them. They're don't, they don't want to take a chance over there. It's pretty goddamn crazy. Well, um, the crazy thing is, too, is just culturally with a lot of Asian people, they already wear those masks to begin with. So if yeah. they know somebody's got any sort of disease like that, you better believe they're going to be covered up like that. But I was just thinking, because they also said that this lady got sent to the Kaiser Permanente in Irvine. Like, could you imagine, like, you're working that day and all of a sudden it's like, oh, my yeah, God, she's coming. No, I know it is, but I mean, just yeah, like... sign up for it. That'd be horrifying. To know that, like, this outbreak that's been going around, but... You know, I, I'm noticing um, two of these three gentlemen here uh, in the photo walking this potentially sick man are not wearing their eyeglasses. They have them on their uh, forehead. Yeah, I, I don't think For, he can be. He could sneeze into their eye. Yeah. Well, if he yeah, sneezes, like, and his mouth going into that. His his mouth his mouth. And uh, 28 days later, his mouth is covered. When the guy looks up and a drop of blood falls into his eyeball, yeah, and he turns that. into a zombie. Mm-hmm. Like, you never know. Yeah, I anything could happen. I messed yeah. up. Um, I do see uh, behind them. It's all Japan, or Japanese. It's Chinese uh, letters, but next to it is a uh, chef that looks like a pig. So 
you be the judge. Yeah. Maybe it is swine. I food. mean, they love their pork over there. Yeah. Uh, but isn't it, the good news is that this is not. It's not that dangerous. It's deadly, but it's not like actually like. I think it's it more so for people you. that aren't like very healthy. Yeah, like I'd probably like shit this out in like ten <laughs> hours or something. <laughs> Be gone. So I, we, I would beat this thing so quickly. We infect you on purpose with the we'll coronavirus. See, we'll see what <laughs> Nothing can keep me down. I ate that Ralph's chicken. Yeah, that was <laughs> you yeah, did drink a, all those Kirkland lights that expired there's, there's a year a good ago. Story here on Andy that I think we were actually it was like cod, a podcast. Why wow, I'm lost a podcast one time where he uh, ate some chicken from Ralph's and immediately after his stomach started bothering him and he. Uh, it was it was not good, and that next most people, ninety nine percent of people would have definitely thrown that chicken away, not risked it. But Andy went back to the chicken the next day because he had to know was it the chicken, and he, if I'm not mistaken, you didn't get a stomach ache again or anything like that. I don't remember the whole story, but I mean that the chicken tasted fine, so I still wanted to have dinner the next night. So I mean, it could have just been something maybe for earlier, and the chicken triggered yeah. it. I mean, sometimes that happens, especially after a night of drinking, you'll. Be fine, and then you eat breakfast that morning, and then the breakfast wakes up the drinking from the night before, and yeah, you, you gotta go. Hmm. I, I like to give myself a little workout sometimes with that stuff. Like you gotta always like be prepared, mentally or physically. I mean, it's both. All right, well, we're gonna start a crowd fund. Uh, let's uh, get a plane ticket for Andy over to uh, Wuhan, or just go to the Kaiser, China, yeah, whatever the place is. I mean, called. I'm a member. I think. You think? Yeah. I think it's my insurance. And uh, no, I think we drop you down there with a GoPro and a microphone, and uh, you just you know live stream it, a couple of battery packs, and you'll be like Mark Watney uh, in China. All right, all right. Okay, well before we uh, move on to some movie stuff and TV uh, previews and whatnot, that portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and for a limited time. Actually, I'm jumping ahead. It works for your dog's uh, current collar or harness. But for a limited time, and I always say this, but we have a new code. And this new code will do more than 25% off. It'll get you 50% off any dog leash through February 1st. So you better run because there's only a few more days. So head to simpledoggy.com, that's two Gs, and plug in promo code 50. That's are we spelling it out? Yes. F-I-F-T-Y. <laughs> yeah, to think about it, but you did it. So head to simpledoggy.com, plug in promo code 50 for 50% off the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, uh, let's jump on in. So we've covered Obi-Wan already. Now let's talk some Simpsons. Yes, uh, anybody that knows me knows I am a, uh, I'm a big Simpsons guy. I was... Uh, Raised on The Simpsons when I was a kid. You know, I started watching The Simpsons when I was in kindergarten. You know, obviously a lot of the stuff was over my head at that time, but my uncle used to watch it a lot, and that's what got me into it. My parents were parents that didn't really care, I guess, that I was watching a show that probably wasn't meant for a six, seven-year-old at the time. But uh, I watched it with my dad a lot. Yeah, and I mean, I, you know, my, probably parents, not were that age, like, my yeah. parents were never like the strict type like that. Like, you know, I have... People I know that, you know, aren't allowed to watch like that went to elementary school with me at that time that weren't even allowed to watch like Rugrats and stuff. Oh, so, I wow. Mean, yeah. But one. Uh, one of my best friends who I've still been best friends with to this day, we call him Joe the actor. We're going to try to get him on here one of these days. He, uh, that's kind of what started. We keep teasing it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's kind of what started one of our, uh, friend, or what started our long friendship was uh, we were the only kindergartners, first graders that were allowed to watch The Simpsons, so we would always talk about, hey, did you see that episode last night, or yada, yada. And Simpsons gang. You had a big groundskeeper Willie shirt or something. Yeah, like we were, we were big fans. But uh, anyway, so Hank Azaria, who is one of the main, if not the main, uh, voices, he does many people, and one of the voices he does is Apu. And, uh, you know, he's been doing Apu for 30 years, and, you know, obviously with how times have come in these last few years, I mean, people are a little more sensitive to certain things. And in 2017, there was a documentary called The Problem with Apu, which was by comedian Harry Kandabulu. I don't know. I'm just saying that as best as I could. I probably butchered it. But, you know, and when he came out at that documentary, it started waking people up and being like, okay, you know, uh, maybe there is a problem with Apu. And uh, Hank Azaria 
it was mutual and they decided that he will no longer voice Apu. And, uh, he also and it doesn't seem like he's upset about it. It seems like he is very mutual about it. Cause a lot of times like these guys will voice some people and it's like, you know, that's their job. They might not agree with it, but Hey, they got to have a paycheck also. And, uh, he said what Hank has already actually said was he actually got upset. Cause back in 2018, when this buzz was going along, I mean, we all know the Simpsons, they make fun of everything like South park and they actually took a shot at it. And it's, uh, from an episode here where, uh, Lisa says something that started decades ago and was applauded and inoffensive is now politically incorrect. What can you do? Then she glanced at a framed photograph of Apu inscribed with the message. Don't have a cow. <laughs> so they like took a shot at it saying like, but um, that was in 2018, and then the documentary is 2017, and here we are in 2020, and Hank Azaria they, and the show, they mutually decided to part ways. And obviously, you know, I like we talked about earlier, you can see both ways. I mean, obviously, it's like, oh, it's a show, whatever. But like Andy said, you know, there was uh, the biggest line from Apu is, you know, the thank you come again. I won't say it in any weird way, but it's the thank you come again in an Indian accent. And that has become something that has been worldwide. I mean, that's a big quote yeah. that people say all the time. They always, it's something that people just associate with Indian people and especially Indian people that own uh, liquor stores or gas stations. It's they, uh, that's always been a big thing. And so, you know, it, you know, I could see it both ways, but yeah, I think, I think the, the point of that documentary was that like, uh, the most visible Indian character on TV was this like stereotype mm-hmm. and, you know, it was used against people or used to make fun of people where, um, but at the same time, Apu also was a popular character for other reasons. He was, he was not just that character. He, he was involved in a lot of things and he yeah. was, he was like legitimately one of Homer's friends. I know it seems like stupid to talk about, but it's like, <laughs> like they were, they had a good friendship. There's numerous episodes of them doing other stuff. Yeah. And it's like, and, he was part of that show. Yeah. Um, but I think over the years he's they've pulled away and hasn't shown him as much because because of this. And and, uh, and like I say with Hank Azaria, Hank Azaria's not leaving the show. He yeah, does and so a million voices. When so. I when I first heard this, the way somebody said it was I think it was actually Joe, Wrecking Ball Joe, different Joe. He said uh the way he made it sound was like that he was leaving the show and I was like, What the fuck did he does like Flanders? I'm pretty sure he does like you know Chief. Bunch, yeah, he does everybody. Him and uh Who's Harry Shearer? Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer are the ones that they, they, they're everyone pretty much. And, uh, between Harry Shearer, Hank Azaria and Dan Castellano, whatever that you have Springfield pretty much. And, uh, so I, I, when I first heard that, I was like, Oh shit. But I was like, I guess I gotta start preparing for these things because 30, you know, it's been on 30 years. It's got to come to an end at some point. And I'm learning, unfortunately quickly here, some childhood things are coming to an end, but, uh, I was happy to know that it was just Apu and that comedian that did that documentary tweeted out on Friday saying that he hopes the show finds ways to like, you know, move on with it and keep Apu around and bring him into something because Hank Azari even said it's like, it's not up to me what they do with him. It's up to the show. So that does make you wonder, are they going to try to find someone else to do it? Are they going to try to make the voice different or do they, are they going to do what they've done with a few characters and kill them off? And just get rid of them completely. Yeah. I mean, they had to do that with uh, Mrs. Krabappel when that actress, when she played him. And that was a sad episode, too, because that was when Flanders ended up marrying her after Maude passed away. And then it's, you know, there's a little picture of her and because they when they killed her off. And then, you know, at the end, you know, Flanders says like he misses her or whatever. And then like Nelson comes in because he's laughing at Flanders and goes, ha ha. And then after that, he goes like, I miss her. And then he's like, yeah, me too. And it's. It's sad, yeah. but that was for a death. This isn't an actor dying. Yeah, I think it's a cartoon. It's three hundred years old. South Park. I don't think they would have stopped. I don't think they give a shit. Oh, no, South Park condones it. But, <laughs> but I also that, think yeah. there are a couple of notches beneath the level that the South Park is at. And and the South Park guys actually do an even higher percentage of the voices. Yeah, where like you can't get on them for like, well, they're white and doing a different person's voice because like. They do everything. But also, if I'm not mistaken with South Park, didn't the chef quit a long time ago because he thought the show was getting a little racist with yeah, his character? Well, no, he, he was Scientologist, and when they started uh, oh. really attacking Scientology... Oh, then that's his own problem. Yeah. 
I don't feel bad for that. Yeah. Scientology is a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't watch a whole lot of Simpsons new ones, at least. Anymore. I, I honestly don't either. I was just telling someone that the other day that I love watching, you know, anything in the first like 12 seasons and stuff like, but I would say around season like 20 and beyond, it's like, I don't really know any of that. I would say anything. I would go even like more deeper than I would say it started in what? 89. I would say everything from up until like 2007, six, seven and eight and stuff was when I was still regularly watching it. Like I remember in high school, like coming home and that I would eat dinner and watch Simpsons at seven and seven 30. And, um, but I would say, yeah, after like 2000, Nine, ten, pretty much after the movie came out. I mean, I, I, really I wonder. I can't like pinpoint exactly when I stopped watching all the new episodes on Sunday night because that's I definitely I watched like all those shows and um, you know, whenever the, Arrested Development ended was probably around the time I stopped watching. Cause, yeah, the the one thing I will say though is the episode that I do always catch up on. You guys already know this is the Halloween horror uh, of ones. Course. Like I still watch. You had one on tonight. Yeah. I still watch all those. I can watch those at any time. Like even, you know, a few months back when I was living with my dad, it was same thing. I would uh, come home at night and they would always have the Simpsons on FXX the whole time. And I would always be, when I would go to turn it on, when I, like before I go to bed, I'd always be cheering for like a Halloween episode to sneak in there. But now I can watch anyone I want anytime. So that's always exciting. How much longer do you think that show can go on? Those people, they, and there was someone else I think who died recently as well. I can't remember. Um, uh, I mean, I would say, but they're they're a older, few more years. Yeah, and I, I mean, because I don't know what they they signed on at some point, and then that might already. These been guys are ago. all in their they got to be in their sixties by now. I think. Like, I don't know. Harry Shearer might be in his seventies. Yeah, that's right. He is a little. It's just crazy to think how long that show has been going on for. Yeah, Harry Shear is seventy six. So yeah, yeah, I mean, whoa. yeah, <laughs> I mean, how far can you go? And then um, Hank Azaria is he's not that old. Fifty five. Yeah, yeah, he's he might film another run, Fat Boy Run. Who knows? Yeah. And then the guy that plays Homer is sixty two. So I mean, I mean, the the problem is going to be is when someone like Harry Shear life gets the best of him, whether they can't work anymore. or he just gets tired of it. What voices does he? He, he do? already um, he already works from home and everything. He's got that set up. Oh, he's, okay. like he's got a studio Kevin at home and, and everything like that. It's what voices does he do? So he does Mr. Burns. He does Flanders, Skinner, S- Skinner. He does Otto, uh, Doctor Hibbert, Lenny, uh, the Brockman. He does uh, Itchy and Scratchy. Yeah, Skinner. I mean, yeah, he does a uh, some big ones. So, uh, I mean, definitely Crazy. the most notable ones in there are Mr. Burns, Flanders, and Skinner, and I would say Kent Brockman's in a lot of stuff, and Dr. Hibbert. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, this is reality. I mean, it's had a hell of a run, too. I mean, 30 mm-hmm. years. Oh, yeah. It will be sad when the day comes. That'll be another one with me where, you know, just like with Kobe, where this is, like, that's my childhood. It was the Los Angeles Lakers with Kobe Bryant, and then, the Simpsons, and I've already prepared myself that whenever that last day comes where it's their final episode ever, I will probably watch it, and I've already prepared myself that I will probably shed a tear Have when a that day comes. Lit. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, nonetheless. Uh, Apu will be missed. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him. All right, so we mentioned earlier uh, Apple TV Plus and how they've Kind of haven't done anything since the morning show. No one gave a shit about that Momoa guy making another bad thing. Everyone expected it. Um, Well, Spike Jones has come to uh, the rescue, if you will. And he is making a Beastie Boys documentary. Coming out April 3rd of this year. Not a whole lot's known other than, you know, it's going to be starring the Beastie Boys. I don't know, Andy. What do you know about it? I mean, he he directed, you know, some of their best music videos, and uh, he knows the guys. I know the the you know the remaining members are very involved with this, so um, it should be watchable at the least. Definitely an interesting story with you know their background and having yeah someone who I enjoy as a filmmaker do it. It should be good. 
Because when did uh, I don't even remember when when did MCA die or who who's? Yeah, that was, it was like 2012, 11. I was gonna say like four years ago, but maybe yeah, maybe even longer than that. Oh. I don't know. No, it'd be an interesting story. I, I liked their music a lot growing up. Um, he died in 2016. Oh, 2016. You know what? I think he had uh, like announced that he had cancer around 2009 or 10, something like that. But yeah, I mean. This is one project we've heard about for Apple TV Plus coming out soon. That again, it's just a doc. It's not like it's a new show or a big movie. Um, well, Sundance is going on right now, and they are active in buying up stuff. Um, th- all the Sundance stuff Tim is going to all go to streaming services. It's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, smart. It used, to, used to be oh some production company to buy, it, but it's just there's no money in in buying an indie release and trying to get a yeah, small theatrical run. Mm-hmm. So so that we'll see. This time next week. Yeah, Tim Cook has his checkbook out right now. I bet. Uh, the other, the other Apple Plus related story is MGM announced that they're for sale, and they're like, "Hey, anyone wants to buy us? Oh, Jesus, we're available." Um, so that was that was one of the rumors. Is Apple has so much money that they can buy? Like they could buy Disney, is what they were saying. But this could be a a thing to get. They want stuff on there. They want stuff on their service. And I, I don't know what MGM's back catalog is. It's got to be incredible. Like, yeah. One of the are they bonds? I think so. I think they are. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be insane. Uh, we're getting more uh, firefighter stuff, yeah, police officer uh, sirens. If you're hitting that, I don't think it really picks up. I think we just hear it in here. So uh, I do have an update to our previous story, though. Oh. Um, Russie Taylor, who is the voice of Martin on The Simpsons, died uh, last summer. So. Martin, huh? Who's wow. Martin? Martin's a little nerd kid. He's the smart kid, yeah. like the like Germanish looking uh, sounding okay. dude. He only that oh. voice? Martin and Uder, who was like just basically German Martin. Do you remember? <laughs> Uder? No. Yeah. So there I was mean it's a little German kid. There are a lot of them that have just like the like one voice, you know. Yeah. Hmm. But all right, well, uh, shall we get into uh Rotten Tomato scores and box office numbers? Great. Yes, yes, we should. All right, so uh, week three, I believe, for Bad Boys, and it did another thirty-four million dollars, coming in on top. Well done. Next, you got nineteen seventeen, did just under sixteen million. Doolittle did twelve point six. The Gentleman debut only pulling in eleven point one. That's seventy-two percent fresh, mind you. Then you have Jumanji did 8.1. The Turning, which if you guys recall, we played the game on. The Turning did $7.3 million. And uh, Star Wars Little Women, just Mercy and Knives Out, rounding that puppy out. But uh, let's double back to The Turning. So uh, Off-Road Andy, you gave it a 41. Tony Katz, 53. I myself gave it a 27. The Turning... Turned most rotten at 13%. Oh, shit. You were right. Woof. I figured it was a January dump. I didn't think it was that big of a dump. That's a, that's a landfill. What did you say, too? Like 20-something? I gave it a 27. Jeez. So those was Andy, he, did Andy give it higher than me? No. no you, he, uh, you gave it a 53. He gave it a 41. That's just my passion for horror movies. Yeah. I should have, whoops, should have not done that. <laughs> Live and learn. All right, well, let's look at what's coming out this week. Because that actually reminds me of, like, which I don't know if that was a... I don't think it was a January movie, but who knows? Was it the, that one movie that was based off, like, the, the Winchester house or whatever? Oh, the multi-room house, yeah. as Joe called it. Yeah, how that was, like, one of those movies that was, <laughs> Got like... Got, like, a nine or it something. It looked like it could have been, like, a decent horror movie, but then when you're watching, you're like, yeah, this is trash. Yeah. Um, all right, well, coming out this week, we have Gretel and Hansel. Now, isn't the story typically Hansel and Gretel? I mean, this time, no. This time, know. it's not. All right. No score yet. I, I don't understand that they keep making these, because I think it, it's a public domain property. Like, I can make it. We can make a movie about it if we want. Um, that's what, Same with Robin Hood, which is why they just keep making these. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, really quickly again, sorry. About the Winchester House movie. Is it a nine? 14%. 14. And it was released February 2nd. So it was yeah. almost a January dump. Yeah, January dump. So it, that's, yeah, just those kind of It was so movies. bad it missed the mark on the January dump even. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, 
I don't care about this movie either. I can just tell it doesn't. And also, isn't that the guy's name? Isn't that Will Ferrell's name in Zoolander? That's uh, Owen Wilson's Hansel. Okay. Because, so yeah, I hear so that. Yeah, exactly. Right I just keep thinking that scene. All right. Uh, do you guys want to play the game on that? Yeah, I'm down. What's the Hansel and Gretel? Yeah. I, it's going to be hard. I don't know anything about it. No one does. I didn't do my research. Like, I don't know who's making it. Uh, Andy, I can tell you. Or Sean. Tell him, Tone. Tell him or don't? Tell him. Oz Perkins. Honest? Oz. 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 What has Oz Perkins done? You can't look it up, Andy? I'm looking up what he's done. Oh. You know what? He, 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 did, he made a, uh, a horror movie I kind of liked that uh, Tony watched with me. Tony, you paying attention here? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I already know what it is. Yeah. Black Coat's Daughter? Yeah. I don't remember that much of that movie, though. That was oh, the girls' school and she's school. left alone. Yeah, yeah. That, one, that was weird. So maybe this will have some sort of... Holy shit, he did Legally Blonde also? Wow. That's, this guy's got range. <laughs> oh, he's an actor. Oh, okay. So he was an actor in Legally Blonde. Mm-hmm. Oh. Looks like he was writer-director of Black Coat's Daughter, writer-director of a different one that I've never seen. Co-writer and director of this. I don't know. So maybe I would assume this is like a kid's movie or something. Oh, wow. He's part of not not another teen movie. (laughs) Interesting. Which, by the way, it says it got a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. Come on. I'm surprised it's that high. (laughs) Not another teen movie is great. David Dorky. All right. Well, you guys have your number? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. All right. Off-road, Andy. What say you? 55. Whoa. Tony Katz. I'm saying 38%. I myself am saying 33. All right. Very good. All right. Well, we look forward to seeing what that does next week. So you know who Oz Perkins played in a not another teen movie? It says he played the uninterested guy. Is that the guy that was holding like the camera who she ends up dating like after? The guy who's like, I'm not normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Making fun of American beauty. Uh, so I looked him up, and I know I recognize him from Legally Blonde, funny enough, but I don't recognize him from Not Another Teen Movie. I mean, well, I haven't I'm seen gonna... either of those movies in forever. Is there a Legally Blonde 3 coming out this summer? I don't know. Am I crazy? Was that like a weird dream I had? You had a dream about Legally Blonde? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to look it up myself right now. I only know it because my sister watched it probably 500 times when I, I was a kid. I've watched it a ton as well. Yeah, Legally Blonde 3, May 7, 2020. Oh, that's the Ukraine, Ukraine release date. Oh, wow. According, according to Wikipedia. We're definitely playing the game on that. It'll be a heaping bomb. I think, I think that is who he plays in that movie. Hmm. The guy with the camera. All right. Uh, moving on from that, uh, we have the rhythm section. I hope this doesn't star in a canon. That's Blake Lively. I've seen this trailer too many times. Okay, well, uh, I, I'm noticing a pattern here. We always record at night, and Rotten Tomatoes never works at night. This got to bring back Matt Atchity, and your site sucks. Um, so I can't look up anything other than this main page. So talk, Andy. Uh, don't know too much about it. I think it's based on a book. Blake Lively, Jude Law. Jude, huh? I believe it was moved out of 2019 at some point because I saw the trailer a while ago, but, hmm. you know, I don't know. Okay. Well, no score yet for that either. That's that usually not a good sign. Yeah. I'm wow. Gonna... It says originally scheduled release on February 22nd, 2019, moved to November 2019, now later to January. So, Do you guys want to play the game? Yeah, let's just skip it. I'm just going to say it. I'll give it a nine. I don't think it's going to be that bad, but I do. All right, uh, next, The Assistant, 83%. No idea what this is either. I would tell you, but I can't click anything on the website because it's down. Uh, Next, but not least, we have Taylor Swift, Miss Americana, so some sort of Spanish documentary tribute to her. Why would you say that's Spanish? (laughs) Americana? Yeah. That is not a Spanish word. Okay. What is it? Americana? Like, things related to America? Mm-hmm. You've really never it. heard that word before? I just figured it was a Spanish thing. Americana. That wasn't your favorite Offspring album growing up? I don't know the albums, Andy. Come on. That's the one to know. That's the one to know. Well, was, I know their most the songs. Song. I don't know the album. Yeah. All right. And then Jose. Maybe that's why I also thought it was. Yeah. Because <laughs> you had Jose right beneath it. That's an 83 as well. 
So those are your movies coming out this weekend. Whole lot of nothing, my guess. Yeah, Super Bowl weekend I don't think is a big weekend for movies. Yeah. I would say Bad Boys would will stay up there, but I don't honestly I it might be legally blonde. Who knows? Well, it's not coming out until May I know, 7th. but no, who's going to go to the movies right now? All right, should we get into what we've been watching? All right. Take it away, Andy. Does anyone else have anything? I don't honestly think I have anything. Okay, let's um, be short then. I'm a uh, I, I don't know if I talked about it last week, actually. The Outsider. I was just going to say that. I watched the first two episodes of that. Okay, I didn't talk about it last week, and I watched the first episode. Okay. Tony, you watched it yet? What is this Outsider? Thing? You need Out- to get into it. It's uh, HBO. Jason Bateman is accused of a murder, and uh, he was in another location. Yeah, there's oh, overwhelming like that guy evidence. guy from the Dodger game. Yeah. He, well, his, there's overwhelming evidence. Yeah, his fingerprints that he did it. are everywhere. His videotape of him everywhere in the crime scene, blood all over him. Multiple people have seen him there, but he was 70 miles away at a uh, convention for English teachers or something like that. Yeah. So this is a, a Stephen King novel from a few years ago. So uh, Stephen King adaptations are super hot right now. And yeah. Um, this is a good story. I think this is the team that did The Night of. That's what I was figuring because that detective in the night of is now a lawyer yeah and uh, i just feel like they you want to work that, with a lot of exactly he was also in the looming tower so i would wonder if it was in that they had their hand in that as well yeah another great show that was with uh jeff daniels will mcavoy my favorite that thing was on like uh amazon or something right yeah no yeah. it was hulu hulu okay. i think it was hulu yeah um but yeah i i think this show Again, I've only seen the first episode. I'm going to watch the second one tomorrow. Uh, it's awesome. I like Bateman. I like seeing him in a different element. Uh, I know this is more towards o- Ozark, and I like that he's kind yeah. of and branching also, away um, from that pushover business guy. He uh, directed the, the first two episodes here. That I've Bateman? Seen. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so I think he really likes being behind the scenes. He won, uh, he won the uh, Emmy for Best Direction last year wow. for Ozark. So I think he really enjoys the, Imagine that. that side of it. Um yeah, Ben Mendelsohn is is the uh, the main character here. He's the, he's the uh, small town detective. You know, big fan of his. Yeah, I just can't not see him as Star Wars. Yeah, and then he also looks like the guy from like Hot Rod with the radio or uh, uh, and the tattoo of the kid peeing on a uh, Chris Parnell. Yeah, he looks like that guy. Okay, he does. Um, but it's it it seems like it's like True Detective. I think it's kind of what they're they're feeling. This is the True Detective slot. That's usually early part of yeah. the year. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's a murder mystery, but also like there's some kind of supernatural stuff going on that you don't really know about. There's a lot of horror oh, okay. sounding music. Yeah. The music's that's, pretty ominous. So that, that's cool. That's what I like. Yeah. I mean, again, only watching the first episode, I have no idea about this show other than what I just said. And I don't know the direction it's going. And like you said, I don't know if it's, you know, ghouls and goblins or yeah. like mission impossible shit with masks that look like people real, like big hyper real. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we'll ever even like explain it. Just something that's just hard to understand. Well, but we need answers. There's some, there's some, yeah, there's some interesting imagery. I'd say in the second episode, some pretty Look stuff. Very, very dark. To watching it, dark show. Yeah. Tony Catch, you got anything? I'm trying to think because uh, I felt like I did. I guess I watched. I mean, that weird. Goop, an episode of that weird Goop show. Oh, no. oh dear God. Yeah, I walked in on that. I thought it was an infomercial. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell was yeah, going it was, on. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, that's all like the energy stuff. I really started not paying attention too much, so I don't really consider that something I've been watching. I mean, it was just on the TV in the living room. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've been slow lately with things because I know, I mean, this was a shorter week too. I mean, you know, we didn't have tonight. Yeah, usually we record on Tuesday. I like how you phrase that, though. We didn't have tonight. <laughs> the audience knows. But, uh, yeah, I don't really think I've been watching too much, honestly. I mean, yesterday was just all the Kobe stuff, pretty much. And then Saturday and Friday, I know I didn't watch anything. Yeah. I just still... Because now what I would do is when I get home, or if it's late at night like this, I just do what I used to always do, which is throw on a Simpsons episode. But maybe... I got it. I still try to find things on Netflix, but I just haven't been able to find something to just really get into. Mm-hmm. Plus, I honestly haven't had too much time really. I mean, I'm always seemed like I'm. Well, Tremors on is the on go. There. Yeah, Tremors is on the on the Netflix these days. But yeah, maybe I'll uh, 
start this outsider thing. That seems like something up my alley. It's pretty rad. Yeah, it's horror, and you like true crime. So. Yeah, I do. I mean, it's fake crime, but it's yeah. close enough, right? So it's got the. It's had two episodes so far. I think three, three now, yeah. Three. So two episodes yeah. came out the first night. So we're coming into week. That's three. the thing with like HBO. Like I feel and like it's over in, in it's eight episodes. I think so. Is it one of those yeah. ones that when it's done, it's done too? Like yeah, that. it's it's a novel, so it's when it's over, it's over. All right, that's good yeah. then. I like those because then you don't have to wait so long to see it again. Yeah, I don't need long, especially those kind of ones. Like uh, that's why I can never get into CSI or any of that shit. It's like no, just be over. Do twelve episodes and call it. Yeah. Dick Wolf. All right, well, I think that'll wrap us up unless you guys have no, anything. I, I had one more thing. Of course Andy had more things. I don't things. know why you just skipped. So light week means two things at least. <laughs> um, I uh, saw The Gentleman. Oh, you were part of that $11 million. Yeah, and I'm I'm surprised not many people wanted to see it. I don't know if people just don't follow the, our podcast maybe, but they should follow other people's podcasts and know that uh, this is Guy Ritchie making... British crime movies again. And I absolutely want to see this. I just haven't had a chance. Yeah, it's something worth watching. Great cast. Uh, yeah, Hugh Grant. I love Hugh Grant. Amazing in this. And I'm so happy that You ever see he, Mickey Blue Eyes? Well, I'm happy that he's able to kind of get out of that. Like, he's not the Hugh Grant of the 90s anymore, and now he gets to... Uh, Notting Hill. I don't to, think I saw that. He gets to do different characters. Um, he lo- love, Does he not look like... Uh, Tom Cruise, Circa, I, Tropic I, Thunder? I didn't see that, but he I thought it immediately. Um, and so... The framing device of this movie, he's a like investigative reporter, and basically he's telling back the uh, like head lieutenant of the gang like what he thinks happened, and it's kind of like replaying mm, the events and stuff. Okay. And it's it's a cool little way of storytelling. Um, Matthew McConaughey is an American who runs the like marijuana trade in England, and I love McConaughey, but he's the least interesting part of the movie. I'd say he's outshined by a lot of the other people. There's a lot of talent in there. Yeah, um, Colin Farrell especially. It's just anytime he's doing his just self, his accent, makes everything 100 times funnier. Yeah, because you never see him do that. He's been doing it lately. But like at the beginning, like, no, you're going to be a... New York You're going to be Ben asshole. Affleck or something. Yeah. yeah it's, um, Phone booth. I, I got out of the movie and I was like, you know, those people, people making movies in Britain can get away with more than Americans can. Why do they with, say the uh, C word or something? Just kind of, yeah... I don't know, off-color, if you want to say racist type stuff. And then I went and looked some of the discussion online, and people were mad, like, oh, this movie's racist because there's... Oh, because there's Asians. So, yeah, there's jokes. So one of the jokes that Hugh Grant makes, he's talking about this one character, this Asian guy, and he says, he's like the Asian James Bond, ricens to kill. Oh. And it's like, that was a funny line. I, la- I laughed in the movie theater. That's, that's, a, that's a funny line. Should and- you be allowed to say <laughs> rude things to bad people? Not if they're about things like that. You can't. If someone's a bad person and they're Asian, don't make fun of them for being bad, not for being Asian. That should okay. be the rule. But uh, I, it's still a, a funny line when you're saying Hugh Grant's not a great guy in this. So why can't the character be racist? He's a character in a movie. Yeah, people can't separate those. Yeah. Are they trying to cancel Hugh Grant? No. Okay, Hugh, Hugh Grant didn't write the movie. They're going to get on him. They're going to get on Guy Ritchie. Um, Disney is not going to allow him to make Aladdin two now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of good, lot of good lines. Um, Jeremy Strong from Succession. That's another one that was like, oh, I can get away with that. He plays like, I don't know if he's gay or not, but he's kind of gay. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, yeah, I don't know if anyone's like this in real life. He's gradually gone downhill then, because in the Big Short, he's got that buzz cut. Is it that guy? Yeah, the guy in the picture. He's yeah. so like New York, like holy shit, he'll probably punch someone while he's walking on the yeah. street in New York to succession where it's like you could push him over and he would apologize to you. And now you're saying he's... Well, he's, I'd say, a tough guy in this. Oh, well, you say he's probably gay. I know, but I'm saying he's, he's, he's very powerful. Okay, so, so he's a top... <laughs> he's with a woman most power of the time. I, I don't know the whole deal. It's, I mean, you'd have to, you'll have to watch it. Um, I like that guy. I think he's... Uh, He's shown tremendous range. Mm-hmm. Good one. And Charlie Hunnam. He's another guy like uh, Colin Farrell where it's just like, don't be American anymore. Like, no one can, no one buys it. We have too many American like, accents. Yeah, be just, British. Yeah, it's fine. You can come Oscar over here. Oscar so white. Oscar so American. I, is it though? I don't know. I think it is. We'll do an analysis. Mm-hmm. But Think about uh, when uh, um, 
the guy went and did uh god damn it, I can never remember his name. Winston Churchill. Gary Oldman did it. He yeah. won. Yeah. He went British. They won. Very good. Okay. Just saying. So be have more British stuff. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anything else? No, that was that was the big one. That was the big one. All right. Well, it's been a hell of a uh, couple of episodes. Make sure you check out our uh, our tribute. Thank you to Kobe, uh, 155 Sports. And uh, share this pod with a friend. And do something kind to someone you see today. Very good. All right. I'm Sean. Uh, Join with me on episode 155. We had Off-Road, British Andy. Goodbye. Tony Katz. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. And yes, keep that in mind that any moment it can always it can end so just always try to not sweat the little things too much and just you know when you are stressed about something you're driving your car just understand like how grateful you are that you can laugh to a podcast of maybe three men you've never met mm-hmm. or you know you look around and notice like you know what yeah i'm in traffic or something but it's a good day to be alive well so, said tony katz god bless and thank you for listening